Guys, what's going on, man? Welcome back to another episode of, of course, the Arsenio Buck Show. Oh my god, episode number 50, season 4. So grateful for all of you who are listening to me. Big shout outs to uh, the resort. Oh, I don't even know where in Sudat Tani. But Sudat Tani, which is in the south of Thailand, someone, oh my god, there are a lot of people listening to me. So big thanks to people out here in Thailand who are listening to me. I had no idea. It's amazing. But anyways, man, guys, let's get into this. This is sexy. I'm going to give you two examples, but one today of how to get better. So here we go. There was one, uh, there are some people, I think, what, studying two hours early in the morning, you know? Can you can make you become more competent and an expert in your field? Who is it? Uh, what is it? Les Brown, I think he said that. Other examples, of course, Jack Canfield. Uh, he reads one book a day. Bill Gates, Microsoft, FedEx, uh, all these people—they literally learn endlessly. There was a quote by Harvey Ullman. He said, "Anyone who stops learning is old, whether this happens at twenty or eighty. Anyone who keeps on learning not only remains young." but becomes constantly more valuable regardless of physical capacity. Guys, if we look at Carmelo, Carmelo, he was a NBA All-Star forward a very very long time ago, and when he first came in to the NBA his rookie season, he shot 48% from the free throw line. So, he made a note to himself, you know what? After doing the weights, after getting, you know, seeking advice from teammates and this and that, he ended up being an all-time great, 75% free throw shooter for his career which is outstanding if we look at the likes of lebron james do you know he pays one million dollars a year for a nutritionist if you look at some of the things just type uh, uh what is it uh lebron james workout on youtube the way he works out is unbelievable it is just mind-blowing this guy is constantly going at it. He put himself into some kind of, it looked like a hyperbolic time chamber cube thing where he had a mask on and he slept in there for two hours and this thing zipped up. Like that right there, this is probably why he's the most gifted athlete that has ever graced the sport. If we look at Cristiano Ronaldo, there's nothing else like him. Pele, nope, not even close. These are the new generations, right? If we look at what Cristiano does, and of course how he works out and this and that, no way. He does not lack work ethic. Yeah, he plays around a lot, but you know what? Ho, ho, ho. It is amazing how he's able to still score the amount of goals he's doing at the age he's doing. It's amazing to see LeBron James doing the things he's still doing, or just was a year ago, at the age he's at. An unstoppable force. This is what makes that you know what, and this is the basis of getting better. But a lot of you right now, you're like, okay, Arsenio, but I'm trying to get better, but I don't have the right people around me to ask the right questions, right? It's kind of like me. I remember I asked, uh, what is it? Remember I told you about my last job? I've already said that one million times. But the head coordinator there, the nasty one, the first one was good. He just did his job. This one, not really. I went to him. And he was like, I think there's some places where you can, uh, you can get better considerably. I'm like, really? A guy who came here to marry a woman? You, uh, okay, so tell me, what is, what is it? Now, of course, I try to get better every day. 
from that moment when he was telling me those ignorant ass things and that spe- at that specific moment, I rejected everything he said. Because I cannot look at a man who has come here for all the wrong reasons for advice. That's kind of like asking my mom, Mom, how can I become a better teacher? My mom don't got no goddamn answers. That's right. My mama don't got no goddamn answers. I gotta ask the right people. Now, yes, I could go so far to ask Dr. Cornell West. But that's all academic. I'm not trying to be an academic, baby. I'm realistic. How can we use these things to make us better writers and readers and speakers of society? How can one get on stage and speak as all of you should on stage in front of a lot of people? You can't. Why? Because you're afraid of being ridiculed and being judged and being hated. You see how that works? So, again, you got to seek the right feedback. That's very, very important. So here we go. You got to utilize it, obviously, too. But first and foremost, seek the right feedback, okay? You need quality improvement, all right? And you know what? When I ask the right questions, um, you, you know, if I ask some students or if I ask the teacher, hey, you know, there was one teacher that even told me. Because, again, when I first started <clears throat> teaching about four years ago, like at this institution, he said, hey, Arsenio, I just realized, you know, after two months being here, your writing's gotten much better. I don't have to correct anything. And I was like, wait, you had to correct from the beginning? Why? But yeah, I mean, again, there were a lot, like lots of typos, Microsoft Word format, or maybe I just made the typos, or maybe I was unaware, or maybe I didn't read through it because I don't like re- reading through any of my stuff, including my blogs online. Guys, what you get is right on firsthand right. I don't go through and proofread a damn thing unless I got to. So, yes, he actually gave me some valuable feedback. Because he said, hey, there would be some errors and this and that, but now you're doing great. That was the first guy. The second guy, he was a complete dickhead, Mr. Harry. Remember I told you, the, the guy that came here for all the wrong reasons? He did not properly know how to give the correct feedback, nor did he help anyone there. Nor did he set up workshops or this or that. Guys, we already know that. That's a deteriorating institution, and that's why everyone there is finished. So, anyways, let's focus on the topic at hand. When you seek feedback, it's very important. Guys, what do the hotels do? Marriott, uh, Shangri-La, uh, what is it, Cathay Pacific, Malaysia Airlines. I remember that they sent me a feedback form and I cussed them out. <laughs> ah, I cussed the hell out of those assholes. Oh my God. No, it's not everyone's fault. It's the culture of Thailand and Malaysia's fault. If you're late three hours in clear weather, what the fuck is going on? I'm angry, okay? I don't know how it is in America. only flew there a couple of times, but I don't remember anyone being three hours late in clear sky. It doesn't make any sense. So, when I ask you a question, you can't give me an answer. What's up? Oh, we were backlogged. The airport, there's a lot of traffic in the sky. I said, damn! I said there's traffic in the sky. Well, let me look. Oh, my God. Look at all those planes in the sky. They're back to back. Oh, my God. It's just, it's bumper to bumper up there. Don't give me that bullshit. So, what do I do as a human being to give better feedback to different hotels and this and that? Well, you know what? Because I am an English t- you know, trainer and whatnot, I know it's hard, it's hard to believe, right? Uh... I tell them, I say, you know what, okay, so this was very good, this was very good, 
but I give valuable feedback. I don't complain about decor or anything. I might just mention that and say, oh, you know, the decor is a little bit old, but I'm not someone who complains about that. However, I do believe the staff at breakfast can improve in their interpersonal skills because they were very, very standoffish. It was very difficult to get an answer out of them. Ah, you see? That's giving valuable feedback, right? Because there's only one way someone can improve. It's by giving the value in it. Not complaining. See, people give complaining feedback instead of the valuable feedback. And you know what? This is why it's so important in, tr in terms of me developing like speed of trust programs, you know, going forward in my, uh, in my teaching career and whatnot. Because it's fascinating to watch people learn how to work through processes like that. Perceptions, weaknesses, strengths, stuff like that. And... You're going to have to have a good leader in your workplace that actually gives a damn and tells you about the feedback that you're that they're getting. You know, it's kind of like, okay, Arsenio, you got feedback from your student. Of course, fee students can't give proper feedback. Hell, there aren't many people in the world that could give proper feedback. Okay, if a student says, "Oh, well, he was this, he did it," that's called complaining. I'm talking about valuable feedback. How can I become better? How can I become a better teacher? And of course, I know the feedback. Now, the reason why I stopped doing this and that with particular students, obviously, it's because the student, they did not want to learn. They showed their inability to learn. Therefore, I don't give a damn because you don't give a damn. Do you guys understand what I'm saying? So what you need to do, seeking the right feedback. I mean, it's kind of like this. When I was a dental assistant and I worked for those dentists, when they say, okay, Arsenio, can you pack the cord? Okay, cord, this is when I'm doing a crown. So what they do, they shave down the tooth, the crown of the tooth into its like pulp area. And then they leave a little stub right there. Has a little blood around it. He says, okay, wait for it to stop bleeding. And then I want you to pack core, just this little core, cord into the gums. Okay. And then after that, we're going to do this, we're going to do that, ta da 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 So what I would do, I would actually go through and pack some of it. Some people would say, ooh, you packed it just a little bit too far. Some people would say, oh, you could put it just a little bit more in there. Some dentists would say, you did a perfect job. See, that's seeking the correct feedback. Now, if you have a dental assistant that I used to have by the name of Nancy who ended up very, very sadly dying in a car crash, um... Uh, and I, I honestly saw that coming because it was just it, – it was it's was so sad. But anyways, I think I mentioned that long, long time ago. But anyways, if we just focus on here, she did not give the correct feedback. She was extremely rude. She would talk to everyone behind their back. She was the most toxic human being one could ever imagine. She was lazy. She didn't want to do anything. She just complained. She talked bad about the dentist. She talked bad about everyone. She was just not a good human being. And guess what? There it is. That's the end of that story. When I came here six years ago, Luce, uh, what is it, Nancy, she ended up dying in a car crash, and the other three people in the car were unscathed. How did that happen? I have no idea. But if we could just focus on that feedback. You got to be a leader to give the right feedback, right? So if I go in and I go into an institution and the staff really suck, I'm going to say, hey, you know what? The staff, they're not very helpful. Can I get some help around here? That's good feedback. It's not so much complaining, but it's more being stern saying, guys, what are you doing? Could you please help me here? There are other ways that you could approach it. Um, airlines get a bulk of the heat 
So if you look at the people who cancel flights and they say, your flight's been canceled. In America, they go up to those people or in England, whatever you want to call it. They go up to those people and they start shouting at them and screaming at them. They're not the one that canceled the flight. You're shouting at the wrong person. Call the CEO and you could cuss him out instead. You could call the pilots of the plane or whoever even, you know, whoever was, what is what is it working on the plane to begin with? Why isn't the plane running? Why is it canceled? Because weather, okay, that's way out of our control. Thank you very much. What can we do now? Okay, thank you. We're going to go here. You see what I mean? Just get to, uh, I need results. If you're going to sit there and you're going to shout and complain, be like, listen, I got it. What can I do now? Okay, sir, we could put you in. The flight's going to leave tomorrow. Okay, there's nothing else I could do. Well, you could book another ticket for another flight. Nah, no, thanks. I'll do that. Thank you very much, sir. Hey, it sucks, but such is life. It's all good. The world's not going to end. You might miss work. You might do this. You might do that. I understand. So, guys, with that being said, we're going to get into the second example, along with the trust tips tomorrow so stay tuned for that and thank you so much for tuning in to another arsenio buck show podcast as always i'm your sexy host your only host arsenio over and out